0: Well, yesterday I uh, spoke a little bit in the homily about reaching that point where you realize that you really need God. And uh, didn't realize that this gospel is coming up today, but today's gospel goes really well hand in hand with that message because it's about being like a child. Jesus says, you've hidden these things from the wise and the learned and revealed them To the childlike. Now, this is a theme that comes up all over the Gospels. It's a really central theme of the Gospels. And um, it's one of those, like, most essential messages of the Gospel. And the reason I can say that with a lot of confidence is because John Paul II said so uh, when he was declaring a certain saint to be a doctor of the church. You guys know what doctors of the church are? There's only a handful of them, special saints, who are proclaimed doctors of the church because they have some really, really important teaching, some really important doctrine that they teach to the church. That's what makes you a doctor of the church. And John Paul II made a doctor of the church, someone who was maybe the most unlikely candidate to be a doctor of the church because she was so simple and so humble and died when she was really young And her name is St. Therese of Lisieux. She's one of my favorite saints. So when I was in seminary, I reached a point where uh, I got really sick of seminary. And I decided that, you know, I had almost decided that I had had enough and I was going to leave. That happens sometimes to seminarians. So pray for them. They have the grace to persevere. Um, Someone must have been praying for me. But I just had this really point where I was just in complete crisis and really just didn't know what to do anymore. I was thinking about leaving the seminary, I didn't really want to be there anymore. And uh, and my my superior, who was the one kind of helping me with my discernment, he knew that. He knew that I was going through a hard time. So uh, at this time, I had a friend who was another legionary brother who was like a couple of years ahead of me in the seminary, and he told me, look, you know what you should do? You should do a novena to St. Therese of Lisieux, this saint who became a doctor of the church. And I was like, okay, sure. He gave me a book about her to read, which was also really good. And uh, I started doing this novena, which is a, a prayer that you pray to her for nine days in a row. And he said, you have you have your intention for the novena and St. Therese always comes through. She always grants you your prayers. She's really powerful. He said, uh, he had an, he was Australian. So he was like, she's really powerful. You know, it's an Australian accent. It's really funny. Anyway. So I started doing this novena, and one of my intentions was, help me to know whether this is really my vocation or not. And the other intention was, and if it is, give me the grace never to doubt it again, never to doubt my vocation again. So I started the novena, and I started uh, reading the book. And part of the novena prayer said that something about following her little way, okay? So St. Therese has this teaching which is called The Little Way okay, which I'll explain in a little bit, but basically it's, it's, the little way is the message of being like a child, like the gospel says today, okay, being childlike. So I was, I was thinking every day as I did these prayers about the little way, about being childlike and being simple, right? Um, By the end of the nine days, I was absolutely certain that my vocation was to become a priest, Now, that happened through a lot of prayer and all of the events that happened throughout those days and a lot of providential things happened. But for me, it was really powerful because St. Therese what answered my prayer. She gave me this really strong certainty that my vocation was to be a priest. So you remember what my other intention was. It was, if this is my vocation, give me the grace never to doubt it again because I had doubted it so strongly. So um, like a month later... I was still going strong. I hadn't had not had any doubts or anything. I was like, this is great, you know, but I haven't really been put to the test yet. And one day my superior called me into his office and he sat me down in front of him across from his desk and he said, Brother Adam, you know, you've been trying to become a priest for a long time now and uh, it's been really hard for you. And I kind of think that, you know, maybe, maybe this just isn't your path, you know? Maybe your path is to go different way, you know, get married or something, have a family, right? And, uh, and I had, I had just had this, like, courage overcome me, and I was like, no, Father, no, this is my vocation. And he was like, well, you know, I know you've said that before, right, but, you know, then you keep going back and doubting again in the past. And, uh, And so, like, and before that, when I was going through my crisis, if my superior had come up to me and said, Brother Adam, I think this is not your vocation. I would have been like, yes, finally, I'm free, you know. Uh, I can go, get married, have a happy life, right. But, um, you know, he tried like three times to convince me that it was not my vocation. And every time I was like, no, this is my vocation. I'm sure this is for me. I'm not doubting it. And then he was like, what happened to you? <laughs> and I was like, well, I did this novena to St. Therese. And I asked her to give me the grace never to doubt my vocation again he's like, oh, I get it, right? St. Therese is really powerful. And it's, and it's really beautiful. And, and um, you know, from then, went on years after that. I, I was still strong. I never had those had those doubts that I had before. And I think it was truly a grace from, from St. Therese of this year. Um, so she she became one of my best friend saints, right? And she's a saint who preaches, preached and taught and wrote about this message of childlike simplicity, which is what today's gospel is about. God reveals the deepest truths and the deepest wisdom to those who become like little children, okay? So I think that this, this message is kind of captured, maybe in the best way that I can explain it briefly, is an image that St. Therese gives of what the spiritual life is like. She says, in our spiritual life, we're like babies who a baby who is trying to climb up a set of stairs, you know, and the baby like gets its arm up on the stairs, its chubby little arm, and then tries to get its leg up on the stair, and then like falls over onto its back and starts crying, you know, and then tries again, you know, gets both of its arms up on the stairs, and then and then falls down again, you know. The baby just can't do it. She's not big enough to climb up the stairs, and the only way she's gonna get up to the top of the stairs is if she calls out to her daddy. And then reaches up and lets her daddy pick her up, and then her daddy puts her up on top of the stairs, you know? And that's the way our spiritual life is. That's the message that St. Therese teaches us, that if we want to grow spiritually, if we want to get somewhere in our spiritual life, we've got to stop trying by ourselves and put ourselves into the hands of God and reach up to him. It's like I was saying yesterday in the homily, that act of humility, of recognizing that I can't do it on my own and that I need you. As soon as we say, I need you to God, then he can pick us up and he can lift us up there. He can put us somewhere. I think that's really relevant for us because some of us have a hard time with the spiritual life. If it's hard for us to pray, if it's hard for us to have an experience of God or to feel like we're making progress in virtue, if it's hard for us to overcome our sins, the solution is to become like children and have that childlike trust in him. Say, Father, I need you. I know that you can help me. i just reach up to you and let you take over, right? And I think it's it's an attitude that's really wise and it shows um, how the, the truths of the faith and the truths of the gospel are wiser than what the world thinks. You know, the world gets obsessed with trying to control how things are gonna go in our lives. And I think we saw that a lot like during COVID when there was this desire to have absolute control over every molecule that entered my body by wearing like 10 different types of masks and avoiding people and staying locked up in my house. You know, um, It's like this, this foolishness of thinking that I can take control over my life and, and control how I'm gonna live and whether or not I'm gonna be healthy and even even when I'm gonna die. When wisdom is that we don't have control over that. If we want to be wise, we've got to recognize that everything in my life is really not in my hands, but in the hands of God. In the hands of a father who loves me and who cares about me. And even the things that happen to me that might be bad or difficult can be a part of his plan. And that the father has me as his little baby in his hands. That's where we get confidence and peace from. That's, that's real wisdom. Uh, real wisdom is recognizing that we're like babies, you know. There are some things that we're never going to understand on this earth. Some things we'll only understand when we get to heaven. It's like this, you know, huge, you know, complex web of cause and effect and things that happen and things that are caused by other things and we can never control what's going to happen to us in our life. But God can. And God does see how every little chain of events causes other things to happen and ends up producing an effect that he wants. We've got to put ourselves in God's hands. It's absolutely foolish not to. It's absolutely foolish to think that we can control our lives and, and govern them how they go. And the Father is good. The Father is good. And he wants what's good for us. Um, so I think we can apply this to our prayer First of all, apply this to how we pray. St. Paul says, we do not know how to pray as we ought. So when we come to prayer, we think, okay, I know how to do this. Something's wrong. And the best attitude in prayer is to get there and say, God, I, when I pray, I'm really like a baby. You know how babies talk? You know how parents talk to their babies when they speak baby language? Have you seen that before? It's really cute, right? That's what our prayers are like to God. We don't know how to speak God language, whatever that is. It's way beyond our human language. It's way beyond our human thoughts. That's another thing the scripture says. So when we get to prayer, we should first of all recognize, God, I don't know how to do this. Anything I could say falls short. You take over. You take over. You say in me what you want to say. Produce in me the feelings that you want to produce. Let me be guided by your word, by the scriptures, instead of trying to do it on my own. And then I think we can apply this to our mission, too, because we're going to go out there and meet strangers again, you know. And we've got to put it in God's hands. If he sends someone walking up to us and they make eye contact or they look curious or, you know, we've got to believe that God is planning this, that it's in his hands. And then we can go go into those encounters with confidence and say, well, it's not about me. It's not about me knowing what to do or what to say or how to change this person's life or how to convince them. It's about God. I'm just helping him. I'm a co-worker of God. I'm uh, an instrument in his hands. I'm letting him work through me and speak through me." You know, God, God wants us to be able to reach that point of trust, of kind of going out on a limb, taking a risk, and, and letting him be in control. To do that, we need to, we need to trust we need to throw it into his hands. So that spirit of childlike simplicity and trust gives us so much freedom. It frees us from having to, having to know what we're doing all the time and having to have it all together and having to have it all figured out and having to have a great plan because he's, got, he's the one who's got the plan. And I think that missions is a great opportunity for us to, to live out that childlike trust in the Father.